You know, one of the major concerns around the euthanasia law is that the law relies on a diagnosis that a person suffers from a terminal illness, which is likely to end their life within six months. But there's a problem with that, a major problem. So the problem with euthanasia, it's, is, as I said, it's based on this likelihood of death. The problem is we are not God, even though some people would like to think they are. There are many examples of individuals who have outlived their prognoses, sometimes by months, even years. Diagnosis and prognosis are based on probability, not certainty. And some people will be euthanized on account of a disease that they thought they had, but did not. A diverse range of research into this issue over the past several decades suggests that the diagnosis can be wrong 10 to 15% of the time. A 2012 paper published in the British Medical Journal noted that 28% of autopsy reports, that's more than a quarter, reported at least one misdiagnosis. They found that the doctors had got it wrong. And a study of doctors' prognoses, now prognosis is the prediction of the course of a disease over time, for terminally ill patients found that only 20% of predictions just 20% were within 33% of the actual survival time. So only 20% was sort of within a, a reasonable accuracy. Now, the reason I raise this is that there was a fascinating report in the New Zealand Herald. Uh, and it said this, the, the report said this, a woman who suffered a brain aneurysm that left her unresponsive and hospital bound for four months was never expected to recover until she did. Priscilla Jones was deemed by doctors at Hutt Valley Hospital too brain damaged to rehabilitate and was advised she would need full-time care for the rest of her life. Four years later, after her husband Brian sought legal help, she's back to her old self, walking, talking and even gardening and playing the piano like she used to. Earlier this year, she got her driver's license back and CT scans shows her brain has fully recovered. And as part of this report, they published this little timeline of her recovery. Wow, that is pretty amazing, isn't it? And the report goes on to say, Te Ora Health New Zealand, Capital Coast and Hutt Valley's Director of Provided Services, Joy Farley, said they were, they were pleased Priscilla had recovered and said, quote, decisions around patient care were made by dedicated and diligent clinical teams and experts, end quote. Well, that's fine. You can have the greatest qualifications in the world, but at the end of the day, they're still not God and they still will struggle to fully predict. Uh, Brian wanted to share his wife's remarkable story 
after the Herald reported uh, this story, which was an unconscious young mum who was placed on a do not resuscitate DNR allegedly without consulting the family. And Brian said, you have to keep fighting the system. I never gave up on Priscilla. I knew she would recover and she has. She's a miracle, he said. Well, that, that reminds me of the courageous and beautiful Vicki Walsh uh, from Palmerston North. In 2011, Vicky was diagnosed with glioblastoma multiform, GBM. It's the same aggressive brain tumor that Wellington lawyer Lucretia Seals died from. It's colloquially known as the Terminator. And at the time of her diagnosis, Vicky was given a life expectancy of 12 to 14 months. I know what it's like to be so mentally and physically exhausted that it takes effort to even pick up your head. I know exactly what that feels like. I'm not cured. I'm still terminally ill. But the fact is, I was given 12 to 14 months and I have survived. Um, it's almost eight years now. So if I'd bought into that whole dying thing right from the beginning, which I think to some degree you do, I probably would have missed a lot of experiences that I've really enjoyed and had a lot of fun along the way. And I think all those things I would have missed. I've got three more grandchildren since then. Um, yeah, if I'd had a legal option, I doubt I would have been here because I would have made that commitment. Yeah, incredible. And uh, I think Vicky passed away early 2021. So she uh, lived nine and a half years after that initial diagnosis of just being 12 to 18 months. Now, we'd encourage you to read up more on this and read our fact sheet uh, on euthanasia, which is on our website, familyfirst.nz. You know, euthanasia and assisted suicide put many of us in danger because there's nothing in the law that guarantees accuracy of diagnosis or prognosis. There's nothing that guarantees the protection required for vulnerable people, including disabled, elderly, depressed or anxious, and, and those who feel themselves to be a burden or who are under financial pressure. And the international evidence backs up these concerns and explains why so few countries have introduced euthanasia or assisted suicide laws like New Zealand has. I, I guess my warning is don't let this issue slide out of our conscious consciousness. We need to speak up to protect and highlight this dangerous law. And I leave the final word to Vicky. We can't promote suicide awareness and think euthanasia is okay. Um, neither are okay. Thank <laughs> you.